Welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast that provides resources and tools to help support caregivers and their families. I am your host, Charlene Hunter-James. Social distancing is a phrase we are all too familiar with today and part of our new normal in this time of COVID-19. As we socially distance ourselves to prevent spreading the virus, you should look for ways to avoid loneliness without risking your health. This is especially important for members of our 50-plus community. The latest research shows that the negative health effects of chronic isolation and loneliness, while harmful at any age, are especially hard on older adults. 17% of adults aged 65 and older are isolated. AARP Texas Associate State Director of Advocacy, Amanda Fredrickson, joins us on this week's Prepare to Care podcast. She's here to tell us the results of isolation, what caregivers can do to help keep the persons they're caring for safe and more. It's all coming up on Prepare to Care. Amanda, thank you for joining us. Studies show social isolation and loneliness are bad for your health, and there is a 26% increased risk of early death due to a subjective feeling of loneliness. Why is that? Well, thank you, Charlene. I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you all covering this topic. You know, I think um, what we see is that people feel disconnected and depressed and then they let things go, day-to-day things like their nutrition, basic exercise, and they start to withdraw. And so when folks feel isolated and, um, and disconnected, um, those other things that they, that they lose interest in, again, like the eating and hygiene, those sorts of things, contribute to their decline. If you're um, older and you have diabetes and you're feeling isolated and depressed and then you stop taking good care of your nutrition, that's going to affect your overall health. Um, If you have heart disease, the same thing. So nutrition and general, um, you know, care of day-to-day activities is really crucial um, and when people lose interest in those things because they're feeling, you know, in some ways not connected to a greater purpose or a greater part of society, then um, other things start to fall off. And as folks who have more complicated healthcare issues have these feelings, the consequences are that much greater. So staying connected and avoiding isolation are good for our overall health. Can you tell us how we can stay connected? Sure. Um, You know, I think in this particular time, we're all really um, struggling to find ways to stay connected, right? We're all um, having to do this. Many of us are used to going to work and having those social, social interactions. We're able to walk in our neighborhoods and get out to shop and those sorts of things. So I think what we are all dealing with now with the virus is a really good um, chance to get connected with what other folks you can't get out of their house every day might feel like and taking advantage of some of the opportunities that we have in front of us to get connected um, can be helpful to folks who run into these issues on a more regular basis. Um, You know, I often tell folks, um, just pick up the phone, 
you know, we have lots of great technology, but um, sometimes we don't think of some of the most simple um, opportunities. You know, pick up the phone, check on folks, um, drop a note to a neighbor next door. You know, we're all trying to be respectful of social distancing, um, but that doesn't mean we have to be socially isolated. And so um, when we think about also trying to connect with older folks who may not be quite as technology savvy as some of um, as as younger folks, you know, just going back to some of those those basic techniques that we all use to stay in touch with each other, just just staying connected. Um, lots of other cool stuff that can be done online too. If you want to talk about that, those those things exist too. Um, you know, I know my friends and I have started using Zoom. Um, we use it with coworkers and are using it with friends to kind of gather and check in every every week or so and see how folks are doing. My parents are in their mid 80s, and we did our first Zoom chat. Uh, let's see about three or four days ago it was a little it was a little dicey to get it going but once we got it up and running it was really great you know and they loved it yeah, and yeah. can't wait to do it again um right we did it with our 95 year old daddy who lives in florida and he was just fascinated that he could see us <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. that's how they they yeah. loved it they were yeah. they, it really you could see it picked up their spirits and really sure. felt them helped them feel not quite so disconnected Right. Now, many people have loved ones and friends in assisted living facilities or nursing homes. What are those facilities doing to help residents stay connected? Well, you know, I think it's it's a bit of a patchwork, um, but there are some really clever things going on out there. And I think for for listeners who have a loved one who's in an assisted living facility or a nursing home or even some kind of senior housing, um, you know, Ask the facility what they're doing, you know, um, really push them on this because we don't want those folks to um, to be neglected in all of this. Um, you know, and, and when you're older, if you're talking about anybody who might have any kind of early memory issues, maybe early dementia symptoms, you know, being isolated for long periods of time can can be complicated, um, and it can really exacerbate the situation. I know even just being uh, working remotely for a couple of weeks, sometimes I lose track of the days. Imagine if you're someone who's got some early early um, onset Alzheimer's, but. I will mention that that most assisted living facilities and most nursing homes have an activity director, and it's that person's job to basically provide engagement for the residents. Uh, a lot of the facilities have their own um, internal TV channel that um, might run through the cable that is the provider for that facility, and often they'll use that for church services, but we understand now that um, Several facilities are using it to offer daily exercise classes that are appropriate for the population that, that's in that facility. They're um, doing bingo games as a way to kind of keep people connected and engaged. And um, some are doing other games as well, but really trying to use that internal TV channel to stay connected and help folks feel like they're, they continue to be part of something um, a bigger community. Is there a way we can combat isolation and loneliness as a part of a community? Well, you know, I think it's it's really all about um, helping folks feel like they are part of something, some 
some community? You know, it's not mm -hmm. um, necessarily a, an easy answer in the sense that community means different things to different people. You know, um, for some people it might be being connected to a church, for others it might be being connected to their neighbors, for others it might be being connected to their family. But really helping folks to find those connections that work for them and right. that will help them will help them to um, to really manage and combat the isolation and the loneliness that comes yeah, with it. Right. We've all seen pictures on TV of different communities coming together in different ways. Neighbors playing for neighbors or people in apartment complexes banging pans and whatever. Just a sense of community that we're all in this together. Absolutely. Thank you, Amanda. Any last piece of advice for caregivers? I think the only thing I would say is if you see, if you yourself or someone you care for seems like they're um, losing interest in activities they used to enjoy, they're, they're taking less interest in taking care of themselves, um, they're withdrawing from activities that they've enjoyed in the past, then it's time to talk to your healthcare professional and and get some get some advice from them about how to combat some of these these symptoms. Okay, well thank you for joining us Amanda. But before you leave, can you give us one tip that would help all of us combat isolation? I would say get out there and find something that you love. And today, get out there maybe getting on the Internet or maybe going for a walk around your neighborhood or your backyard or your apartment. But get up okay. and move. Well, thank you and be well. Thank we you. We hope you, you found the information helpful and encourage you to follow the Prepare to Care podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp. Dot org slash Houston PTC. Thanks for listening and thanks for caring.